0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit. My name is Samantha Salmon, integrative nutrition coach and co-host of the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, and I am delighted right now to be speaking with the owners of Blend of Soul. Blend of Soul is all about healthy food, fresh, cold-pressed juices, and encouraging their community to live a healthier lifestyle with a little taste of soul. They pride themselves in using all-natural ingredients, tasty flavors, and a unique blend of soul in everything that they create. Soul is in their roots. It brings people together, and they strive to better their community by providing healthy yet fun, soulful alternatives through their delicious juices. Thank you so much, Margo and Key, for being here. We're so glad to be here. Awesome. So, tell me about Blend of So, what inspired you both to start a juice bar? Out of all the businesses you could start, like why a juice bar?
1: Well, um, so I am prior military. Mm-hmm. So, I was trying to, um, you know, just trying to stay fit. It's very hard when you're on the go um and I asked uh Kier one uh one summer I asked her for a juicer so I was like hey you know do you mind giving me a juicer and I know they're super expensive but you know that's what I want for my birthday you asked yes. so I'm going to tell you and I got this like expensive juicer and we started juicing and I started bringing them to work mm-hmm. and people started to like me or you know people inquired about um purchasing them I was like well I don't and sell these. I just do it for fun. And then when um, we were in uh, North Carolina, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, at a food hall, we were looking for some healthy healthy options. Excuse me. And we didn't find any healthy options. And we were like, you know what? We could mm-hmm. we could we could start something here, like with the juicing. And then like not a lot of healthy options like in the in that area at the time. Um, And that's how that's how it really got started. We were going down, I think, Interstate 40, Mm I-40, and we were listening to what Boss by B B B. B and (laughs) J on the Cardiff's album. And we just and from there, it's been it's it's history and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Yeah, we love it. It's been really, really inspiring.
2: And really, too, to add on to, to, you know, what she was saying, you know, we really wanted to create healthy options um, for our community um, yes. that is a big thing um, as a nurse I'm a nurse at um, Duke and as a nurse I know how important and it is to your diet and your the healthy lifestyle you can still within yourself is important to your health so mm-hmm. I also wanted to make sure that um, you know customers as well as just our community is aware on all of that there are healthy options in our community just Mm -hmm. have to find it and so we didn't want people to worry so much about the cost and you know because that is the biggest biggest um thing that and even for myself that (laughs) that we talk about with health Mm -hmm. and finding healthy foods and um so for us we wanted to focus more on um creating a we call our soul space creating a soul space for our community to feel feel welcome and loved and open to you know trying something new and now it's been a big big um big thing so we're super excited.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited for you because first of all, you don't really see too many um business owners that look like yourself in this space doing this thing and with the passion that you have for the community too. It's just amazing. I just love it so Thank much, you so Thank much. You. Thank you. All right, so you just saw a clip of what's to come from the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit, definitely go right now and make sure to register at rawfoodhealthempowermentsummit.com. And we just heard from the the dynamic duo of Blend of Soul. I love this episode so much. These two women were so much fun to to interview. What are your thoughts, Ma? What did you think watching the clip? I find them pretty interesting. And
3: I like their relationship. And I like the fact I, I love to, to see sisters get together, you know, Black sisters, especially and sister yeah. sisterhood, whether you're Black, you're white, Chinese, other love to see the sisterhood. I love to see women get together and do things and make things happen. Mm-hmm. I love that about them.
0: Yeah. I remember you had mentioned something about um, the fact that one of them mentioned that she's a nurse. Yes. So uh, and we had a really interesting conversation about it. I took a couple notes. You um, were saying, you know, that you were inspired by this conversation because you really see how nurses can make a difference. And so I was I was curious, you know, you've interacted with many nurses, you know, dealing with grandma situation, especially that was like decades long of just dealing with the medical system. I want to know from your perspective what opportunities did you see, or can you remember, that um, nurses would have had to mention a book, maybe like Doctor Niels Barnard for uh, Doctor Niels Barnard book, his program for reversing type two diabetes, or even this new book that's out, uh, Mastering Diabetes by Cyrus Kambada and Robbie Barbaro. Like, what opportunities did you see for even something as simple as mentioning a book?
3: Um, you know, I have nurse, I have a lot of friends who are nurses and, um, uh, I mean, and they wrote, I have friends that wrote books, nurses that write books. And what I would love to see is one of my friends, because I have a lot of friends who are nurses, or I think I should say associate also, because mm-hmm. it's into that, um, group, um, I would love to see one day they write a book about health, uh, nutritional health. um, Because they're very um, uh, intelligent in their field. They can um, communicate with you in a very um, way, in the medical way that you can really understand what you're saying. They're very good nurses because I have one that used to, a friend of mine, very good friend that used to to help me with mom and she know her job now i'd love to see one of my friends know about nutritional health as much as they know about medical health that would really touch my heart Mm. because um one of my friend who is a nurse um her husband was sick i will not call her name but her husband was sick and um As much as she know about the medical health and she believe in, you know, the medication and stuff like that, she still lean to herbs for the cure of her husband. As a matter of fact, before you guys get me started on the juicing, she was the one who got me started on the juicing. And Mm -hmm. she begged me, she says, I want you and your husband to continue drinking the juicing because it ward off cancer. I remember that very, very well. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think if they study nutrition, as much as they studied the medical, you know, uh, their medical uh, form of nursing, I think it would help people a lot. Yeah. because nurses, nurses to me, nurses, I'm not knocking the doctors. they're wonderful. But yeah. nurses touches the life of people more than doctors i am a living witness
0: Hmm.
3: when i go to the hospital the warmest touch that i get is from the nurses and remembering my experience at the hospital when the lady when the nurse tried to give me the medicine i said what is that i said i can't take it unless i know what it is and when she told me i said i refuse to take it and the nurse bent on a whisper in my ears. I understand you. And I could tell you that that nurse has some knowledge of
0: nutrition. Mm-hmm. She says, I do understand you. She never forced it on me. That part, that part is so critical for like anybody in the medical system to, to, to have that kind of empathy and understanding to be a partner instead of taking away people's agency, because that, you know, you always use the term, the human condition as an adult, like as children, we wait so long to become adults, to be in control of our lives. you know We yes. want the freedom to make our own decisions. And so when we become adults, we want to make our own decisions, right? Yes. We don't want to be uh, someone else to tell us what to do and to think for us and think we should want something like something and should have a certain type of experience. We want to make those decisions for ourselves. So when someone says, "I understand," she didn't say, "I agree," and she don't have to agree because it's not her body. But her role is to be a partner in helping you find the solution to why you came to the hospital, right? Instead of being antagonistic. So I like that story, what you mentioned. And um, a critical point that you also brought up is your nurse friends writing books, right? And they're not writing on nutrition, thank God, because they don't know it. <laughs> you know, I would hate for them to write books, telling people to eat stuff that actually kills our, especially our community um, and leads to chronic disease. Um, so this is where I find like, you know, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And I'm going to bring this up because this actually is breaking news that was just released right now. This is a medical school, not a nursing school, but the thing is, you know, nutritionists aren't necessarily, um, given the right information on, um, plant nutrition in particular because of, who is funding them, right? Yep. So that's yeah. why, I like, for example, I talk about a lot when people ask me about my story and how I got into this about the fact that we followed literally everything the American Diabetes Association said to do. The nutritionist, dietitian, whoever you talk to, basically was following their recommendations and told you grandma could continue eating chicken, she could continue having bread uh, and drink orange juice, you know? <laughs> Um, and you know, when you pasteurize juice, it's basically just sugar. You've killed all the enzymes. Yeah. You've killed all the enzymes. That's why I don't drink it. Exactly. If you're going to drink orange juice, you better fresh press, squeeze it yourself. Um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so, and this is what they tell people. And, and yes, that works to make sure that with the medications she's, she's consuming, everything is working together to keep her type two diabetic. Right. But if, if she were to eat differently, she could reverse it. If given those two options, I'm pretty sure grandma would have chose to reverse as opposed to maintain. Right. I hear people talk a lot right now about manage your diabetes. Why would you want to manage something that you could reverse, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, at least give people the option. So I wanted to mention here, First mandatory, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine just sent this out September 23rd. A mandatory, uh, first mandatory plant-based nutrition curriculum for medical students. A mandatory plant-based nutrition curriculum at Wayne State University School of Medicine educated medical students and clinicians on treating diet-related disease as described in the International Journal of Disease Reversal and Prevention. The curriculum titled Rooting for Wellness consisted of nutrition education panels, cooking demonstrations, guest lectures, journal clubs, and a vegan kickstart program. These programs were designed to expose students to clinical applications of plant-based nutrition. The commentary provides advice and recommendations for programming and resources, including the Physicians Committee's Nutrition Guide for Clinicians, reference manual, and lunch and learn opportunities to implementing um, similar programming in other medical school curricula. And I'm super excited about this because um, doctors are given, at most in one school, two weeks of nutrition knowledge, right? Um, And we know in our community, if you're wearing a white lab coat, you hold a lot of weight. If you don't have that PhD and if you're not wearing the coat now, you can have the P. But if you need to have the coat on, you understand, for people to listen to you and believe you. So we need these people to be educated. Two weeks out of eight years of school is just not sufficient. And that's can why. I, you, can yeah. I say something right there? You know what that reminds me of? What? When I was in
3: the beauty school doing my cosmetology course. Okay. So it was nine months. But I'm a. I'm a black person and all I get, all the black people get was six weeks out of nine months worth of training. I said training because I do my education after I leave school, training how to do black hair, which I had done black hair for 40 something years and only got six weeks of training out of nine months. That is what, that is, that is what is so ridiculous. So my whole time <laughs> of doing here for the past 23 years out of the 40 something years, I was doing my 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 education on black hair.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, this thing that you're talking about too is big talk right now. Cause they talking about this, how there's re- uh, racism in the hair care industry, because ex- exactly what you're saying, Jada Pinkett Smith and her daughter, you know, were on the Red Table Talk talking about how in The Nutty Professor, Jada had on the worst wig ever because of just cultural incompetencies, you know, Willow doing high shoot fashion shows and, you know, people making her feel ugly, disgusting, disgusting just because her hair is unmanageable to them, you know, and I've, I've, I'm I've, not a celebrity who needs to be on TV and be seen. And I've had personally those types of situations. So from black people, from black hair care providers. um, And so, yes, you know, what you're saying is just.
3: One day we have to do a podcast on that. because That's yeah. a
0: whole different world all by itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we need some, we need some balance. And with this, you know, when we talk about the health and food, we have so many research studies that show that whole food, vegan diets are more, um, do more, uh, to manage and reverse our top seven of the top 10 chronic disease killers in this country. They are more uh, useful or more powerful, more potent than even the medical, the medicinal pharmaceutical drugs, right? So if they're more powerful than the drugs, you know, you're in school for eight years to be a doctor, um, you know, but it can just I makes something? sense
3: to, to do more than something? two weeks.
0: <laughs> can I say something there? Yeah. The
3: reason why they're more powerful than the drugs, they use that same herbs to make the drugs but they add chemicals in
0: there so they could it's the
3: same herbs so if you can get the same herbs before you get to that drugs you'll be Mm -hmm. better off
0: you know what i want to bring in this thing here this book i told you about which i took the cover off wait yeah here we go fiber fueled by will bulshiewicz i think that's how you pronounce his last name he's a gastroenterologist and he says in his book that You know how we talk about the human body, how we have the microbiome, right? Which is basically Mm. the bacteria, helpful bacteria that helps our immune system stay strong. It helps our brain function. You know, it does all sorts of things, right? To keep us healthy. Fruits and vegetables, plants also have a microbiome. They have bacteria that helps to... Basically, help it manifest, right? It goes from right. from plant to whatever the 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 thing is, the fruit or whatever. Like let's say an apple. An apple has like I think it's like a million or a hundred million something, which is vastly different. But I'm I can't remember the amount right. of bacteria yeah. that's on it and in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so we are eating this microbiome that's on this fruit. Let's say the apple or whatever and it is interacting with our own microbiome. And the, the beautiful thing about this is that we are so connected to nature. We are nature, you know? And so this is our natural food. This is how our body is sup- meant to function. Like that bacteria feeds with our bacteria, would actually which actually helps us thrive, you know? <laughs> it's ironic and it's kind
3: of funny that you come up with that because I was reading this morning about the trees when you see a cluster of tree they're feeding together mm. like you you have to be careful when you even walk barefoot where you're going to uh, where a lot of trees are because there's fungus there they create fungus for each other and they feed after that mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. trees do better when they are together when they're not alone if you if you notice when you go into the forest and you see a lot of trees. They are beautiful and they do good because they're feeding each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the the nature has messages for us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, 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 and it sends a message though. Yeah. This is why we as human beings, we don't stand alone. We stand together because we're supposed to feed each other with mm-hmm. the proper information, the proper food, the proper nutrients, the proper... You understand what I'm saying? Yes. You help
0: me, I help you. We don't stand alone. Right, right. Which is why you need to register today for the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit. Okay, Hello. so go to rawfoodhealthempowermentsummit.com. The link is right below this video. And so speaking about nurses too, we talked about you know the education that the Physicians Committee said is in the medical school now. Nurses, this needs to be in the nursing school. It needs to be a requirement in order for you to get your LPN, your RN, whatever, all those acronyms, right? Critical care nurses across the country have reported high levels of stress, depression, and anxiety. And this was even before the onset of the pandemic, which correlates with uh, the increase in self-reported medical errors, according to a study of American critical care nurses. So with that being said, I think um, other than educating nurses, which is super important, right?
3: Very important.
0: We need to support nurses, not just on nutrition education, but other self care, because it had me thinking like, if you are having medical errors, because you're run down and burnt out, right? It impacts everybody, right? So with the pandemic, you know, right now, that's going, still happening, going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fatigue and burnout is even a bigger issue for nurses nationwide. Many have left the profession or are considering it because of the tough physical and emotional toll. So I would love, like this is on the plan, on the docket to really dig into this a little more on a future episode as to how we can holistically support nurses, right? So they need the plant-based nutrition, but they also need the self-care support. And I feel like just telling nurses to practice self-care seems a little flippant. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, I feel like it wouldn't do it justice because I feel like the system in which they work in is probably the main reason why the burnout exists, you know?
3: And they work so hard. Yeah. they work very hard. I mean, I spoke to quite a few of them and they will complain to me and tell me they don't even get time to eat and God bless what they eat because they're not having the proper nutrition either.
0: We need to fix the food in the hospitals. And it
3: helped <laughs> And it helped the brain function because if yeah. you're not, if you're not eating the right food, your brain don't function well.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We need to fix the food in the hospitals and at least have the options. Shout out to Hayek Hospital in Lebanon um, that went vegan. I saw that. Um, we all, all the hospitals need to be doing this because <laughs> just the research, the scientific research. There's so much talk right now um, on this science thing. Do you believe in science? You know, around this whole vaccine conversation, do you, people anti-science people? And I wanna, I wanna uh, speak to the masses on this. If you believe in science, right? All our institutions need to at the bare minimum have whole food vegan options, right? Options. I'm talking about all hospitals. I'm talking about all schools. I'm talking about prison systems. You know, people don't like to mention the prison system. We actually have a guest, Nuru, on the summit, a guest speaker talking about how he found veganism, raw foodism, and herbalism in prison. What? Yes. His story is mind blowing, mind blowing. And You know, you have someone like that who is learning this stuff and um, it changes when the foods that you eat, first of all, like, you know, I don't know why or how, you know, he got into prison all that none of that is my business right because if we believe that the prison system is for rehabilitation. Then you come out. You come out anew. You come out refreshed. You come out reborn. Right. This is this is what we have decided, or what we should be deciding as a society. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Right. You <laughs> you put people in with the ex- and you have them come out with the expectation that they would be become better citizens. Right. So there needs yeah. to be a rehabilitation mindset. You can't have right. a rehabilitation mindset with food that actually causes um, ADHD, uh, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, you know, all Mm -hmm. of these types of, you know, if it, if it will cause all of these, um, intense mental disorders, just imagine the, the low level behavioral disorders, which we have so many scientific research that backs that that food affects mood, food affects behavior, which is why it's so important for us to have healthy foods in schools and also have them in the prison system. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want these people getting sick and getting type two diabetes. I mean, right now, first of all, the the prison system is really messed up on so many levels because people go in, they're used as labor. There's nothing regenerative. They come out, then you have people who can't vote, who are stuck in poverty. You know what I'm saying? So there's like It's it's just this, it's almost like a a, like a caste system. Like we we have endorsed slavery as long as it's, you know, the prisoners, the people, you know what I'm saying? Um, and this is legit, like on the books, you know, slavery. Um, but we need to I just I just feel like I hopefully with the summit, you know, you see all the different areas of opportunity where we as health conscious people can roll up our sleeves and get to work because there's so many um, areas in our, our globe, you know, in, 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 in where we are, where we work, where we can make a difference because it affects everything. It affects everything. And it affects all of us, you know, Yes. yes. the, the, the nutrition education affects all of us. And I, I think we've pretty much done a good job today of showing how you, even if you're in your little corner, doing well, eating well, and being healthy and stuff, You know, if you're walking into a hospital and the person catering to you is not on that same page, you're talking about medical errors, you're talking about, you know, all sorts of things.
3: Yeah. And then you can share your information that you have to with people like, you know, people will come up to you and they say, oh, man, your skin looks so beautiful. It's an open door for a conversation. You know, you're not going to tell them that you use Estee Lauder because that will make your skin look good. That right. only cover up your skin. But then it's an open door, you know, like you can start, you know, like the, um, I think these two nurses were talking about, they were talking I think talking only about one this. of
0: them is a nurse. The other one uh, was in the um, army. Okay. That's what I All remember. Right. Yeah.
3: But one of them had beautiful skin. She did say that
0: hmm Yeah. They both have great skin.
3: <laughs> okay. Now I get compliment on my skin all the time. Thank you, Jesus. I'm humbled <laughs> by that. But I contributed to the years of using lemon every morning by drinking warm lemon water, fresh lemon, not lemon juice, the fresh lemon every morning. And it's not just my face, but my entire body, my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people compliment when you, say, your-
0: when, so you drink it and it affects, affects your, your whole body, but you're not putting it on topically.
3: No, 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 no. It cleanses and it purges from the inside. Yeah. Right. So when somebody um, pay a compliment about it's an open door to start talk about nutrition mm-hmm. and it leads from one thing to the next, because it's not just the lemon that you put into your body? What goes in after the lemon? You know, it's like somebody going to tell you, oh, I just had some chicken and I drink some warm lemon water. Yeah, but you had the chicken. Right. What is that chicken doing to the inside of your body? You know, it form mucus, it forms other things. And that's another thing too, because when you come onto mucus, there are certain food that create it. So even when you drink the lemon in the morning, it washes away that mucus from your system. This way you can bring in your fruits and your vegetables or whatever you want, you know?
0: hmm Yeah. mm -hmm. Awesome. So yeah, make sure to register for the summit, the summit.com. The link is going to be below and thank you so much. It's going to be really an amazing event with diverse perspectives, diverse experiences. And that was really the whole goal is to show that there are health conscious people out here um, that look just like you. Um, yes. That are in situations similar to yours, or probably mm-hmm. even worse off, and right. they are finding a way to make a way. Because when there's a will, there is a way. So the Thank first, God, yeah. the first start is basically making a decision. Yes. And once you decide to that you want to live, right? That's really the main, the main first decision that you want to yeah. live, and you yeah. don't just want to survive, but you want to thrive then yes. this is the place to be, to connect with like-minded people. So yes, go and to the
3: God, vo- give us, us all the tools that we're supposed to use to make life healthy. He gave us everything, everything. in his creation. He created the first, mm-hmm. he created the plants. He created everything first. Yeah. The plants that in those days they used to use as medicine. They didn't have a pharmacy. The pharmacy was out in the garden.
0: That's so, right. So Yes. That's right. So go to rawfoodhealthempowermentsummit.com. dot com, and I can't wait to see you there.